This program is brought to you by W. W. Norton and Company, publishers of Poetry Unbound by Patrick Otuma. Now in paperback and featuring immersive reflections on 50 powerful poems. We hope you enjoy today's offering for Poem a Day, unarchived from the public domain and presented by the Academy of American Poets. An Imitation of Horace by Afra Ben One What mean those amorous curls of jet? For what heart-ravished maid dost thou thy hair in order set, thy wanton tresses braid, and thy vast store of beauties open lay that the deluded fancy leads astray? Two. For pity hide thy starry eyes, whose languishments destroy, and look not on the slave that dies with an excess of joy. Defend thy coral lips, thy amber breath, to taste these sweets lets in a certain death. Three. Forbear, fond, charming youth, forbear thy words of melting love, thy eyes, thy language well may spare, one dart enough can move. And she that hears thy voice and sees thy eyes with too much pleasure, too much softness dies. Four. Cease, cease with sighs to warm my soul, or press me with thy hand. Who can the kindling fire control, the tender force withstand? Thy sighs and touches like winged lightning fly, and are the gods of love's artillery. About this poem, in imitation of Horace, first appeared in Afra Ben's collection, Poems Upon Several Occasions, published in 1684. As its title suggests, the poem is a very loose translation of Ode 5 from the first book of odes by the Roman lyric poet Horace, first published in Latin in roughly the year 23 BC. In Aphrobens Horace, published in Restoration, Studies in English Literary Culture, scholar Elizabeth V. Young, the Carl M. and L.C.A. Small Professor of English at Mount Holyoke University, writes that Bain's Ode obscures the gender of the addressee and thus blurs the gender of the speaker to some extent as well. Ben's speaker addresses a charming youth, a term usually signifying a young man, and yet the speaker describes the youth's beauty in conventionally feminine terms. Despite that, Pira, the traditional addressee of Horace's poem, is feminine, and the speaker is a scorned male lover parallel to the he of line five. Young concludes that Ben's translation validates feminine desire, even as the potential dangers of desire, delusion, slavery, death, are enumerated. 
In creating the speaker as an agent of her own desire, Ben implies that women need not be complicit in the commodification of women. Women can resist the concept that is presented as intrinsic and inevitable in the Horatian world. Home Day is the original daily poetry series featuring new poems by today's poets. Produced by the Academy of American Poets, this free digital series is made possible by you, our readers and listeners. Learn more about Poem A Day, and if you can, please consider supporting this work by visiting poets.org slash give.